Welcome to another episode of Get Your Shine Box. Not a movie review show, not an advice show. Really just two brothers who loved growing up with each other and were parented mostly by the media of of what was available at the time. Two caveats. One loved growing up together. Oh, I love to reach. There, I'm using that word again. Yeah. I'm really reaching on this one. We we got through it. There was quiet tolerance. Well. I think. Was it quiet? You were you were pretty vocal about your you know descent. That's it. Of the whole thing. I had my I changed my last name. I uh, redefined who I oh, was. Oh, you thought you were out, but I pulled, pulled you, you back, back in. in. Yeah, no, you're not going oh, anywhere, fucker. Yeah, but no, you were right. Yeah, we, um, yeah, we were parented by uh, uh, film and TV. And film and TV, mostly, and our parents. Oh, uh, with parents, they had a hand course. in it. Oh, you know, and, and again, we're definitely oversimplifying this. Like, yeah. mom and dad, lovely, and you know, they did an amazing job because I mean. Look at the output, right? Right. Right? Yeah. Uh, but we did have a lot of time on our own, and yeah. we did spend a lot of time watching movies and television. That's right. Yeah. So uh, tell me about your week. Oh, sure. Uh, let's see. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> so We're uh, not going to talk about that. No. Right? Well, you nope. know what? Let's nope. Nope. just gonna scratch nope. it a little bit. Nope. A little scratch? Nope. A little scratch? <laughs> nope. Well, okay. Here it is. Yeah. Okay. So, so look, we're, right now, we're at a time point with our folks. Yeah. where we're looking at what future options are going to be. And yes. uh, I think what I love about what happened today is we got the dialogue started. And that yeah. was really important. I mean, you know what? These That's are true. these are never easy conversations. I, mm-hmm. I can't imagine about what it's going to be like when I just say like, fuck it, kids, you got dad now. Yeah. And me and mommy just are just like, <laughs> pile in wherever we want to. So that's on you now. That's on you yeah. for being born. Uh, <laughs> If another sp- yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. But honestly, it's it's a tricky topic, and yeah. you know what? We're gonna find something that's awesome, and we're gonna make make an option work. But uh, I was really happy that we got this dialogue started today because it's something that's been coming for a long time. Exactly. You know, and it, and it. I mean, we could talk about parenting the kids right now, but it's right now it's parenting the parents. <laughs> you, know. you know, Dad listens to this, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So well, he's gonna love I... that. He'll be <laughs> thrilled to know that he's like being parented. Well, can, can just... we can we like be really condescending too? Like, no. uh, like really just, <laughs> and that's what you call blah. No kidding. Well, what you gotta do? Oh, is, uh, no. Uh, it is. It's a weird dynamic. Mm-hmm. It is strange, like to to be talking about this to have to make these plans. I. It's. It is. It, it's very very different. Very. I don't know. I don't know what to make of it. I don't know what to do about it. But it's it's extremely, you know. I think Un- uncharted territory. Well, yeah. Yeah. It, I think it raises a lot of like, uh, it, it, it's emotional, man. Like, yeah. you know what? A- end of the day, like I said, sort of before, like no yeah. matter what, we're going to look after them. Like they're, we're, oh, we're going to 100% find them like the solution that is going to be what everyone, it like how, yeah. Now I'm just going to start tripping on myself. I, about, know. Like, I know, right? Not, yeah. You're right. We should have left it alone. You know, let's talk about the Jews. Oh, I let's love those guys. A simpler topic sure yeah. no kidding like uh, <laughs> middle east peace yeah. let's get into it so In, abortion okay you got 30 <laughs> seconds yeah exactly holy shit yeah. uh can we can we talk about abortion <gasps> no 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 I, you know what i'm getting a lot of good u.s topics lately my favorite news oh. feed um is a it's a group called axios okay. a-x-i-o-s yeah anyway they give you like a little two minute kind of blurb three mm. times a day yeah. and it kind of you know just summarizes headlines and if you want to learn more you can but okay. <clears throat> super interesting like how you know, the Roe versus Wade overturning oh, yeah. has yeah. kind of like now still the same number of abortions are happening, but they're just happening around the states that decided to outlaw it. It's like, yeah, it's really interesting. Anyway, I love Americans. You guys are like Canada's so boring. 
And uh, we're just like, oh, what? No, what? Yeah. Cool. <laughs> kind of? Yeah. Anyway, please don't vote Trumpet. Yes. Uh, that Then my newsfeed was way too busy. I was like, I'm spending the whole time like just with a frowny face and like, oh. and then sending out frowny face emojis. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you're uh, joining the conversation. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> but I'm doing it in like the like, most passive, lazy sure. way you can. Like, well thought out commentary, fucker. Like, yeah, yeah. it's sad face <laughs> oh wow so that's that's what's kind of been occupying yeah week, really. well we're on the same page on this one that's that's kind of the week so yeah, yeah we can leave that part of it there let's yeah. move to a more fun topic Ooh, what's yeah. the movie this week tristan ham well you know what and and this is a movie full of surprises uh it is um a film i really enjoyed watching it and, and this is interesting because i think i first saw it with uh dad oh a hundred percent yeah yeah oh you know what this was his like I think when we were into Star Wars and other things, this was his way of going like, well, this was a cool movie that I loved when I was kind of into action and adventure. Yeah, yeah, so this yeah. was his way of, of kind of leveling the playing field a little bit. I think you're right. It's it's a great film. Uh, without further ado, it is the original Spartacus. Spartacus, man. Yeah. Did You watched the series, obviously. I did. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and poor Andy. What's his name? It was Andy Dick. <laughs> no. Andy Dick as Spartacus. <laughs> Was Smartacus, yeah. smart Asicus. That's like, it, Sparta Dick. Oh my God! Yeah, um, no, uh, yeah. The he was a Kiwi, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. I can't remember his name, but they did because uh, um, well, he he passed away from cancer after the first did. season, and they did a documentary of his fight. Uh, oh, really? Of cancer, kind of thing, and it he was, was really great in that show. He Holy. was awesome. He was perfect for that role. I still, I still like the subsequent seasons too. I thought it yeah. was still good. Oh yeah, but yeah. he he definitely like the momentum of that series yeah. is based on season one and him in that role. One hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, he was him, amazing. He's amazing, and I'm glad the through road was uh, Crixus as well. I can't remember his name. Uh, Dead. Uh, Deathstroke in the DC universe is who he plays. Right. I can't right. remember his name now. T T T T T. I don't know. But he's. I got it. Yeah, he was awesome. Yeah. He kind of he carried that series after uh, Spartacus. Yeah. No, it was it was really well done. Yeah. And Batty Addis, like uh, like the uh, it was I loved uh, the guy from like the Mummy who oh, played yeah. like the little wormy brother. Oh, and Lucy Lawless. Yeah. Oh, she was great. <sighs> Amazing. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so this is fun. Like when yeah. we, when and I, interestingly, probably when I saw this film with that, like you just described, mm -hmm. I wanted to not like it. I was like, oh, oh old yeah. film. It's Lonesome Dove. Oh, it's like, fuck oh. me. Sorry. Oh, no. Lonesome Dove is fine. It's just. No, know, but it's. We've it, seen it a lot. Oh, that's yeah. it. I mean, it, sure. I mean, the first time, it's great. Yeah. And then. <laughs> You know, like how VCRs used to have that thing where they could just like go on repeat and keep going over and over again. I'm sure four or five copies of that fucking film or series got like digested into that. So, yeah, but it is, it's, I mean, it's great. It's fun to watch, but it just got a little bit overdone. Yeah. You're right. Absolutely. But this film, you're right. Like it, it's got everything. It's really good. And you know, the first thing that blew my mind away, rewatching it here. <laughs> What's that? Stanley Kubrick. I know. Did I fuck? I can't believe I didn't know that yeah. or didn't think about that, but and it's so, like, look at the rest of his stuff. Like, mm -hmm. I, I didn't even look in his uh, filmography how early on this was. Like, this has got to be, like, first three, first five easily. films. Yeah, easily. I mean, after student stuff, obviously. But, yeah, yeah. That's, a, that's a big film. And this is a massive Hollywood production. Yep. Like, look at the amount of extras and sets. It's <laughs> three-plus hours long. 
well, that's that's just because the overture at the beginning plays for like three hours. Holy shit! I'm like this. This I'm like when we looked at, it, I'm like three hours. This is a pretty epic film. I'm like, yeah. When's this overture gonna end? Like it just keeps on going. It's fifteen minutes. It's fifteen, 15 minutes. Oh my god! Of just a blank screen, and and an overture goes. See, but this this is kind of that classic time in that's film, though, where like you know you're shuffling in, you got all your popcorn, you know you've got time to you know go out and get some like something from the concession. Like, let's all go to the, the lobby. lobby, yeah. yeah. And then you could park a car, drive somewhere, have a nap, yeah. come back. Overture still going, still going. Yeah, uh, give birth. That's um, it. You know, send read that war and peace. Yeah, yeah just <laughs> oh oh, it's on. Ah, Hooray! We're back. No, yeah. totally. Uh, yeah, no, it is. It's a long film. G- Kubrick, crazy good. I mean, it was oh. awesome to watch it. Um, great yeah. actors. It great. is, um, yes, for sure. You know, uh, some some you know, superpowers of the time. Lawrence Olivier, uh, Tony Curtis, Tony Curtis, so yeah. hilarious. I had the nitus. Look, his vocal coach must have just fucking hated this guy. Like, just oh yeah, okay. Like, yeah. see Lawrence Olivier. Yeah, do him. Do <laughs> like, that. Oh, yeah. Hey, forget about it. Do him. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> I'm a singer of songs. Look at Jesse. It's terrible. And it's funny. Uh, we, and we'll talk about this as we get into it, but yeah. there's a bunch of times where I, I, we made up things out of our dialogue about yes. laughing about the Mandela effect That's that right. were not in this film. There's, there's a few of them. Yeah. It was pretty cool. Yeah. It's funny that our, our memory kind of played tricks on us. And you know what I remember about the Spartacus too? Yeah. Is there was a, um, there was a series a long time ago with uh, John, not John Larroquette, but John, um, the critic. Who is that? John, oh, Lovitz. John Lovitz. Yep. And uh, the critic, I really, I love the critic. Critics, I think you critic. and I watched the shit out of that. Yes, show. super fun. And um, there was one episode where um, he's, there's the, the, the girl he's interested in, and he doesn't know how he feels about her. And uh, <laughs> he's like, oh, I'm trying to remember the sequence entirely. I'll have to find it. But he's like, expecting her to burst through the door. And so he's closing his eyes. He opens his eyes. And there's like uh, Tony Curtis going, I love you, Spartacus. <laughs> Just <laughs> randomly out of nowhere. And he closes his eyes and his back and she's back. Oh my God. It's just for a heartbeat, but it was the funniest thing. That's so funny. In the world, simply because we knew this film so well. That's you it. Know? You know, uh, for me, I actually have a hard time watching Kirk Douglas yeah. because the whole time I just hear, hear Phil Hartman and is like, 20,000 leagues under the sea. Like he's, fuck, uh, that's another sad one. But anyway, um, yeah, but, but Kirk Douglas, and then you sort of watch him and Michael. And I mean, this is sort of at the same sort of era when they were both, yeah, you know, yeah. and their mannerisms are similar. Like it's, it's cool. It's, it's neat. It's a good watch this one for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But right. yeah, like, I, I, and that's it. I'm looking at Kirk and I'm just like, oh, like he looks like Michael. Yep. Say, exactly. So, yep. Okay. Uh, but um, yeah, this film, so epic. So amazing. How, how are you going to squeeze it into? Ooh, what do you think? It's a big one. Yeah. You, you could just spend the whole thing talking about the overture. Seriously. And, and, <laughs> and you wouldn't be able to, like, we'd fill up an hour. And and yeah. and the last yeah. one was a little... It was a bit like long. A long. Oh, so, the audio was terrible. Oh, I need to so, apologize. To no, everybody. no. And it's That's too bad, too, to waste, the, like, the, the awesome oh, input from Ross. I like, know. Ross Smith, what a treat to have him here. It was a heartbreak. It's it a heartbreak. Was, so so. We're, we've, we were roping in a family member to help us with our sound. Uncamunca. Uncamunca. Regular, regular listener. Yeah. Hell of a guy. Exactly. I'm so excited because, um, yeah, again, like I said to you before, like he's he's forgotten more about this stuff than I'll ever yeah. learn, which is awesome. So uh, hopefully we're going to sound better. Uh, we've got good equipment that is finicky and yes. kicking my ass. Yes. 
a little bit. But, but whatever, uh, it's still awesome. It yeah. looks cool, and you've got like fun sound effects you can do with it. I do. Like, like give me um, one. I'm gonna give you one. I'm gonna give you a punch in the face. Is it gonna happen soon? It, uh, Is it now? It's not working. Oh, so we're talking about how it's been finicky. Uh, and here, here, here's an example. This That's is... okay. Don't worry about it. It's cool. Um, oh, yeah, nothing. All right, oh. very good. All right. Then. So <clears throat> you've got uh, two and a half hours. I want you to do this in two and a half minutes or less. Okay. And I can do that. Go. So, Sparta, uh, we talked about uh, the 15 minutes of overture. You're right. Uh, we're and, good. Uh, we're already doing like, really well. Really well. So, uh, there's. it's funny, actually, during the overture, is um, they quickly, they do a still image. And it's the oh, still yeah. image of him, like, bound to the rock, like, fucking, I don't know. Oh, I, uh, Atlas or Atlas. something holding up, like, well, the world. It's... Who, who's the guy uh, who, was, who, was, who was Prometheus? Like, oh, okay, okay. Prometheus, he's, like, bound to a rock and that kind of thing. So, yeah. we're staring at him all sweaty and bloody and bearded. A little bit. Yeah, and you start to see like some of the statues like chip and stuff, and yeah. you know, as as Rome crumbles under his might. That's right. That's pretty good. Yeah. Also, so, did, I, I think well, I noticed this too. Like, did you see that uh, Arnold Schwarzwald was doing the music for this? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh my god! And then you said this, which was hilarious. You're like, Arnie, is he yeah. a Highlander? Like, <laughs> it would be amazing if Arnold Schwarzenegger had been living on through time in Hollywood, just taking on various like grip roles yeah. or like. And yeah. just the worst variations of his name. He's just the I'm waiting to break Highlander. in. Yeah. <laughs> there could be, I guess, many of us. Okay, many of us in the industry. I'm not even trying. Ah, yeah. yeah. Anyway. If you go back more, there's like Barnold Schwarzenegger. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Barney. Barney. Barney Schwarzenegger. That's right. it. Okay. Um, okay. So um, we get a. Um, so it kind of opens up, I guess. Yeah, like, yeah, we so get they're on the mountain, right? Or, or we get like Rome, right? You know, we yeah. get to hear about how Rome is is this great power. So there's a, a big narration, yeah, happening there. So it talks about, um, you know, how Rome is the greatest kind of empire in the world at this time, and they they're spreading their their the uh, birthplace of democracy and they did kind of shit on it a little bit too in the sake of Christianity they're like the pagans before the time of Christianity and oh, I'm like oh my <laughs> god like sponsored by the Catholic Church no, like okay. it just it was crazy I'm like, I don't know that was Kubrick he's a, <laughs> a devout Christian uh, obviously you Eyes Wide Shut yeah. it's all just the Bible hedonism hedonism we're gonna do that one we're gonna pick that apart and then oh. reattach it back to the Bible oh my god I've never seen that movie Really? Nope. You haven't seen nope. that movie. I think that was his last. Could be. I think it was. Okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know what? Uh, I knew it was going to be his last, so I didn't want to see it and ruin the oh. magic. Well, it broke up. Uh, Tom and Nicole. Oh, that's well, the film that did it. Well, is it? Yeah. Is it not Scientology and crazy <laughs> and every other fucking thing coming out of that gentleman? This, He's awesome. I love him as an action hero, but yeah. oh, and then Danny Masterson. Anyway, yes. Scientology. <laughs> Keep going. Okay, so um. They uh, they talk. Uh, let's see. They talk about um, uh, how you know these. They're these slaves, and they um, they were born into slavery, mm-hmm. and they don't uh, um, really uh, try to try to rock the boat. They just accept their lot in life. Except there was one child, and he he was really um, rambunctious. He was he was rebellious even at age thirteen. Right, right. And this is funny because then <laughs> in my mind, when we see him first. He's meant to be 13. Right. But he's got this massive beard. <laughs> oh, yeah. And he's got like lines around his eyes. Like, that's yeah. hard work out there. Yeah. Breaking rock. What the, what the 
fuck are they doing on that mountain just carrying rocks around? Like, I this know. is the worst make work project ever. Like, yeah, so, so there you go. They're at this, this quarry, I guess, mm-hmm. is they're yeah. just smashing rocks. And there's like millions of extras. Like, they, they must have had such people. a budget for this. Like, yeah. seriously, just throwing guys around, like, okay, now you're a whatever, yeah. rock, rock man number five. Like, you know, yeah. yeah. So, um, people are working away. We're getting a sense that Rome is this big thing, but it's built on the backs of slaves. And so um, we get to see the rock quarry. We get to see slaves working around. And then we get introduced to Peter Houston. Correct. Yeah, he comes yeah. rolling up and he's looking for, you know, yeah. people to bring back to his uh, ludus, his like back ludus. to his, um, yeah. where he trains gladiators. That's right. Uh, and then, of course, before he shows up, though, Spartacus has just bit that guy's like Achilles oh, heel. Oh, that's right. Because what this, this friend of his kind of like hits the ground. Yep. And Spartacus goes to aid him. And um, dumps his load of rocks, and the guards come up like, "What are you doing, slave?" <laughs> totally. That's not how they talk. But no, I, but, the, but Marcellus talks like that, yeah, so does, we'll get to does. him. <laughs> but yeah, he's he's getting whipped, he's getting beat up, and he tackles a guy and bites the back of his leg, like yeah, hamstrings him. Totally, it was yeah. pretty awesome, actually. Yeah. Uh, but then, of course, you know, there's a sentence of death for yeah. that that specific spot. That's right. That's right. So Spartacus has signed his own death warrant, but the fact that he bit this guy is actually what saves him. Exactly right, because it raises his profile when Peter Ustinov arrives. That's right. So Peter's looking. He's he's looking at a gall. I think he's like, mm. who wants to check the teeth? The teeth. How do you how, do, do, do? Do can you do Peter Ustinov? Uh, you know what? I'd have to think about it a little bit more. Mommy. Well, yeah, because I always yeah. think about him from Robin Robin Hood, the, yeah, exactly. the Disney cartoon. Yeah, yeah. Because he's like he's Prince John. Yeah. Uh, but he's also like uh, King Richard. I think so. Yeah. So he kind of does yeah. like his noble voice yeah, versus his yeah. like. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yes, I'm trying to do that, but it's not quite what I want. Like it's just, he's got such a, like, if Droopy Dog was a human being and had a British accent, he would sound kind of like Peter it, Easton. It would sound like him. Yeah. So he's, he's checking out people, and, and it is. He's like, if, if they don't have good teeth, mm-hmm. um, that is an indication that their bones are brittle or they're, they're not very healthy yeah. in some fashion or another. So he's looking for slaves to buy for his ludus, like we said, and he stumbles upon. Um, Spartacus, who now we get to see the full image of him chained to the rock. Totally. And he he's like, oh, I, I keep thinking about like Thurston from Gilligan's Island. <laughs> what did he do? Lovely. <laughs> no, no, he, although he is like decadently rich and stuff, like, yeah. I can see where that comes from. But okay, no, he's thirsty. He, yeah, well, he's yeah. got a little bit more of a, um, yeah. yeah, there's something else to it. Yeah. That's just blue blood. Like Thur- <laughs> Thurston's not like a British at all. He's just kind of like, he's got a voice that makes you want to punch him. Yeah, basically. So he, he discovers that uh, Spartacus had a uh, uh, an altercation and that he's there to die, uh, but he's kind of impressed by his fire, mm-hmm. by his uh, his spirit, yeah. and so he goes and he checks his teeth, impeccable white teeth. He's like, "Yep, I'll take." It. Yep, yep, wrap them up. So where they go? <laughs> they head off to the Ludus. They do. They head off to the Ludus. There is like at least maybe half an hour of travel. Like in real time, yeah, uh, of them uh, traveling along behind like a caravan, horses and things like that, and they finally arrive at the Ludus. Yep, and this Ludus set is amazing. It's pretty cool. Yeah, like they it must have been purpose built for this because yep. it was incredible. You know what? It's so specific to your point. Like I don't think yeah. that they would have been like something they would have had, uh, you know, kind of kicking around from another movie. It is. It was really purpose built. I, I agree with that. So. Um, we get to see the people in Peter Houstonov's, uh, I can't remember the character's name. Oh, it's Badiatis. Badi- it is Badiatis. Yeah, yeah. so. Yeah, he, ah, yes, yes. For sure. Yeah. yeah. So he's in his uh, Ludus. Um, he, um, you know, is getting the slaves tended to. You get to meet his uh, 
training masters. Yeah, so that's Marcellus. Marcellus. Is his name? Yeah. yeah. So he gets. Marcellus. What's his voice? You got yeah. his voice down pat. Yeah. It's so good. Welcome back, master. <laughs> totally. Do you want me to look after the slaves? It's so funny. It is so good. Well, that's, so, and one of those uh, Mandela effects come from him. Yeah, because there's there's one with Verinia. Correct. Where in our mind, when um, Spartacus first kind of really gets to see and gets to gets infatuated with Verinia, his eventual wife. Mm-hmm. Um, in our minds, there was a line: "Do you like her slave? Her <laughs> name's Verinia." <laughs> and we have been using that line our entire lives. Totally, it's not in the film. It doesn't exist. It does not exist. At it doesn't all. exist. Yeah, that was a blow. That was a blow. One it, of many. It was a little bit. Yeah. One of many. So, um, so they get, they come in. Yeah. They go through the whole training, or not the training part, but the branding part. So they yeah. they brand them all on the foot, in the ankle. Oh, on the ankle. There you go. I think. Ankle and uh, but this is where Marcellus and, and Spartacus, right from the beginning, do yeah. not get along because Marcellus yeah. knows he's got to break them early, That's or right. he's going to be a problem. So he challenges him to a fight. Yeah, because he's he first he walks on. He's like, I am your friend. I want to know you. I want you to know me. I want to train with you. And Spartacus is distracted. Yeah. Because he's like, you, slave, you don't like me, do you? <laughs> do you think you can kill me? Is it the voice? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I sound like Popeye, but with a big <laughs> stick in my butt. I just am what I am. <laughs> okay. uh, Let so... me eat me spinach. <laughs> like, it would be awesome if you did that. So, um, so he's like, uh, he's going to make a, an example. Spartacus. Yeah. And he does. He targets them a lot. So he actually gives him a real blade. Mm-hmm. And Marcellus just has a stick. And I wrote this down. The sound effects are brilliant. Oh. Whenever like someone gets hit with a stick, it is like someone like r- taking a, a, a full run at a slab of meat and <laughs> slapping it. Like it is so loud. Just that, like, like to hit someone with like a stick, there's nothing. Like there's no... No, it's like a dull thud. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, Whack! <laughs> no, you know, curse is getting beaten on. So, so he he um he tries to goad him into taking an attack, but in the end, Kirk doesn't. He's That's right. Smarter than that. Yeah. And I think even Marcellus kind of comments that he's like, "You're smarter than you look." Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and so um uh, he tries to goad him on, but that doesn't happen. So right away they get into training. Totally. Well, they they go to the bathing room. Oh, right. Uh, and then they're kind of down there talking about where they're at and, and kind of what, you know, they're sort of getting the lay of the land. And, and you know, Spartacus not, it's not like a super friendly guy. I mean, he's a bit out of fish out of water and everyone else kind of knows each other. And he's like, eh. Yeah. But he does sort of strike up that conversation with uh, with the one black guy. The one black guy in the entire loot. Yeah. And it, and it's interesting because I, I had thought, based on the series, yeah. that he's kind of like the Marcellus, like the training, the yeah. trainer, right? Because the doctorate. Yes, exactly yeah, right. Yeah. But that's not really this guy's role. It's more that Marcellus has yes. that role. Yeah. Because I really like, it's uh, is Lance Henry. It's not Lance Reddick. I thought it was. It's oh. not. Oh, in the series? Yeah, pretty sure. Oh, no, you're right. Yeah, it's somebody uh, else. I, I know who. Because yeah. I know Lance Reddick from The Wire. Yes. And obviously John Wick. Yes. And he's amazing. Well, and he had a but really this... good part too in, um, oh shit, that series um, about science. It was it was basically like the X Files, but like uh, oh, Fringe. Fringe. Yes, he, he had a really good role in that. I'm yeah, sorry. yeah, sorry. yeah. He was an R.I.P. Lance. Um, yeah, he's an amazing actor. But no, this. Um, so in the series, it's actually the actor from Three Hundred. Oh, okay. The, the, yeah, um, yeah. That makes Earth sense. And water. Yeah, sure, so, sure. Uh, anyway, so, um, 
he tries, you're right. He tries to strike up a conversation. The guy's like, gives him nothing. Yeah. He's like, you don't want to know my name? He's like, no, I don't want to know your name. I don't, I don't want you to know my name. I don't even want us to be friends. Like, cause he yeah. knows, like, I may have to kill you We're good. Yeah. In, in battle. That's it. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, after they're shaved, they're, they're all bathed and, and, uh, they got their loincloths on. They are ready for training. Yeah. So there's a bit of an address that, um, yeah. Peter Ustinov with a uh, Batiatis does in front of all of them. And he's That's like, you know what? You guys are going to be trained. You're going to do all of these things. You're going to be, you know, bathed and made uh, into fine stallions. Yeah. And some of you may even have the company of a lady. That's right. And that's when they start to bring out some of the ladies oh, downstairs. Yeah. And this is where the, there's an opportunity for him to be with Verenia. Yeah. Because she gets assigned. That's right. He gets assigned. That's right. She gets assigned to Spartacus. So she comes in and um, I, don't, I can't remember the actress's name. She's gorgeous. But she, oh, Gene Simmons. Yes, that's right. Yeah. She's really good with the tongue. It's yeah. really long. And uh, She likes to rock and roll all night. Well, uh, Paul Stanley's in the audience. <laughs> well. Obviously, he's, yeah. Uh, yeah. He's and Ace is guys. back in the New York group. <laughs> Fuck, yeah. It's... Yeah. And uh, Peter Chris, it, nobody cares. No, no. <laughs> he's dead. He's hanging from the ludus. <laughs> he was he the loudmouth. Yeah. That's the first guy that Marcellus went after, and that's people have learned the lesson since. Yeah. Uh, so Verindy comes in and um, she's just expects she's just there for sexy time, but he he doesn't want to be treated like an animal. Yes, and so he is um, he actually kind of strikes up a bit of a conversation with her rather than go for sex right away. Well, and everyone comes in to watch him have sex with her. That's it, Marcellus and uh, yeah, and, <laughs> and Baliadas. Yeah, are watching like, hey, hey, what's going on there? What's going on there, slave? <laughs> totally. You know, like her. Yeah, and then after that, because he doesn't, you know, seduce her or, you know, kind of do the act, then they, they kind of cut off their privileges. Like, That's they right. make it so that he doesn't get a chance to be with anyone yeah. anymore. Yeah. Kind of as a punishment. Yeah, yeah. So he's already, he's being targeted. They're yeah. pushing him, pushing his butt. Okay, the next day is training. Correct, yeah. Yeah, and they're uh, training against, like, uh, wooden... Um, Kind of like uh, uh, stand-up statues, kind yeah. of thing. Pretty good montage that yeah, they do. It's like a pretty yeah. solid one. And that, then I like this part too, where they show like the marks. Like they show yeah. you which parts of your body are kills. Like here's a kill yeah. zone, a cripple zone, and then like a slow kill zone. Yeah. And what the strategy should be. I was like, oh, oh, all right. Well, more science to this than I thought. That's it. And this is actually where that li- I thought that line came from because uh, Spartacus is distracted. He sees Verinia, mm-hmm. and he looks at her, and he's like, "You want to look, slave?" Right, and so he kind of pushes him to look, and I was sure he was going to rock out that line. Yeah, it did. Not. Did not. It did not. And he's since all you can do is look at girls. Yeah. Look at her. Look at her. <laughs> <laughs> ah. I'm masturbating in the corner. No kidding. Right now. Yeah, gross. Um, <laughs> so um, uh, the training continues. I love the bl- the twirling blades. At first, it was like that's kind of lame, but it's actually kind of cool. There's these. There's a, a like a blade at neck height and a blade at ankle height. Yep. And it's constantly twirling. Yeah, but and, they're, they're made of wood. And then they take the sheaths off right. the blades. Yeah. Right? But what's cool is that um, Spartacus is the one that survives that. Like, he, he gets to the point of the blades because he's just so good. And they, they kind of do that in the series. They make it, eventually they make it so that Spartacus is just this incredible warrior. Right. Right? He montages pretty fast. Like, he gets he good quick. Yeah. And in the movie, exactly that. He, um... He becomes quite good. He he's um, getting better at different weapons. He's getting stronger, faster. <laughs> totally. Oh, uh, I just think like uh, it was like a Rocky, like gonna fly now. Like yeah, it's pretty. He does. He's like. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And uh, he actually ends up running against Apollo Creed. 
No kidding. And uh, beats but him. Doesn't, well, not the first time. Yeah. Because his confidence is down. His confidence. His but, mental game. That's yeah. it. But then he beats him. <laughs> but then they have that rematch later. Just, that's... Yeah. Oh, here's a side note. Do sure. you know who's coming to Edmonton Comic Con? Do tell. Carl Weathers. Come on. Yeah. Can we go? Yes. Can, let's... Can, can I, if I bring him, like, a bone... <laughs> And a little bit of broth. Would, would he make a stew for me? Because I will fucking lose it. He'll make a stew for you. You got a stew, baby. Oh, my God. His character on Arrested Development, with, with playing himself, yeah. like just a low-rate <laughs> Carl Weathers, so fucking funny. I yeah. love that he can poke fun at himself. He's a cool oh, dude, yeah, man. I love him in Predator. He's yeah. just like... Love him in The Mandalorian. Right? You know what? He was pretty fun in The Mandalorian. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think there's probably a time when that guy probably thought like, hey, uh, I don't know what kind of work I'm still going to be able to get. Yeah. Good for you for just like not limiting your options. He's doing lots of stuff. Yeah, he's a cool guy. Yeah, absolutely. Anyway, I right. like that. So, uh, yeah, but bad fateful day because, uh, and you know, there's some stuff where more like Verenia and Spartacus yeah, are kind of exchanging yeah. a little bit. There's a part where he's like trying to like starts to engage her a little bit more when she's pouring him water. That's right. And there's one where he kind of like it's almost like he grabs her boob a little bit. I was like, he does kind of he gives her a purple nerf. Oh, just oh, oh. yeah, that's what you do. That yeah. is, um, it's a, a Roman, Roman custom. Thing. Yeah, exactly. Roman custom. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the nerple, uh, uh nerpolis perpilia. I give you the twist of Athena. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Could be. Yeah. But, uh, so, but bad news for everyone involved because yes. Crassus shows up. That's right. So this is Lawrence Olivier. Yeah. Crassus and um, is this, he doesn't he also bring uh, a soldier with him? That the, yeah. What's yeah. his name? So he's sure. got, um, it, it's basically like his brother-in-law now. Yeah. So he, he's with his wife. He brings, uh, and we'll get to him because he's all over the place. He's in yeah. this t- way too much. Uh, yeah, Publius yeah. was one of his names. He's got like 18 of them. Marcus, Publi- Marcus Publius. Yes. Uh, but anyway, so he brings like, um, Crassus brings Marcus Publius and his wife. Yes. And he's, he's also with his own wife. And so they decide yeah. that they wanted to give him a, a wedding present. Yes. And the wedding present is? It's a gladiatorial, a private gladiatorial fight between uh, um, four combatants. And unlike normal ones where they just sort of do like a showcase, yeah, it's going to be to the death, to the death. Yeah, Fuck, not yeah. good. I screwed up because it's the women that are like they're bloodthirsty. bloodthirsty. Holy shit! Yeah, yeah. The men are like, mm, whatever you like, my dear. And yeah, and so yeah. I mean, then they're going for it. Like they really they want to see this like big, gross, bloody battle. Yeah. So they orchestrate it. They, they do. Um, uh, there's two um, combat. So Spartacus is chosen. He's actually going against uh, the other guy. Well, so he, he's up against Draba, which is the name of the of the uh, the, black the, the black guy. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so it's him and Draba, and then it's Crixus. Yes, and I don't know some Wienerkus. Yeah, like Wiener- just you know, and Wienerkus. red shirtikus. Like yeah. just ooh, yeah, basically. Yeah. So it, you're right. So the whole thing happens, um, and it's funny because Badiatus works really hard to not make it Spartacus. Like he knows yes. Spartacus is good. He's kind of yeah. his like prized possession right now. That's right. And tries to kind of guide it away from that, but they're having none of it. Yeah, they want it. They want it. Yep, you know, they, do. they can just tell. It's a good choice. Muscled Adonis. They're also instructed yeah. that if they don't fight to the death and spare them, they're just going to slit out their throats anyway. So basically, right. you got to you got to kill, or you the whole thing's it. over. So Crixus and Wienerkiss, yes, uh, go at it, <laughs> and um, we and just we hear the fight. You don't see it. Yeah, but that's actually pretty effective too. Totally, because now and again they slam into the. Uh, the door where the others are waiting and stuff like that. And then there's that weird exchange between Draba and uh, Spartacus. We're like, yeah. so, um, do anything fun this weekend? <laughs> <laughs> Just as they hear them okay. slaughtering each other in front. That's it. Read any good books? Uh, I like, yeah. I like your, uh, I like your little sandals there. 
That's nice. Good. Where'd yeah, you get those? Yeah. JC uh, Penny. Yeah, yeah. JC Penicus. Penicus. Yeah. Uh, I only sure, but Targuticus. Yeah, basically. Yeah. So, um, uh, Crixus ends up killing uh, Wienerkiss. Yep. And he is dragged off. And Crixus comes in, he's covered in blood. And so it is Spartacus and his buddies. Yeah, Drabba it's Drabba. Drabba. Yeah. Drabba the Hutt. No. But this is the same guy who said, like, I don't want to give you my name. Yeah. I don't want to get to like you or to know you because yeah. at some point I might have to kill you. That's right. And I think that becomes important because my yeah. sense is that he actually grows to like Spartacus quite a bit. I think so. Because of what he does in the end. That's right. So so they get into the ring. They start fighting. Drabba has uh, trident and net. Yep. Um, I can't remember the name of the little shield. There's actually a name for it. Oh, okay. It's like a, it's maybe a buckler or something like that. Could maybe. be. I mean, if, uh, I've seen that in D&D, like yeah. a, the use of a buckler, but I don't know that that's... I don't know if they had a specific title for it yeah. back in, you know. I, I can't remember. Okay. But he's, he's got a sword and a buckler. And so they start a fight. And the choreography's great. There's like, like it's pretty good. Like yeah. kind of wienerish when he gets the net thrown on him. <laughs> he's like, ah, but then he's just out of it. Yeah. I think he cuts it or something. <laughs> yeah, well, he tries to, but yeah. it doesn't seem like it's particularly effective. No. All right. Well. Uh, so the fight goes on and it turns out that Draba um, bests Spartacus. He knocks him to the ground and has the trident at his throat. They look to um, the crowd, you know, the others, the uh, uh, Romans above, and the 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 woman already got her thumb down. Like yeah, she, she's she doesn't not even decide. Any of it. There's not even like um, a thought about it. She just like boom, kill him. Yep. Right. But Draba doesn't want to, no. and that could be a his he's kind of growing um, kind of respect for Spartacus. But I also think this is his opportunity to maybe take one of these noble Romans with him. Fuck yeah! Because then he he hucks his trident. Yep. into the stands. Yep. Um, and uh, this, this again, like, yeah, back then there was no real safety measure. Like, oh, he, he full on whipped his <laughs> trident at like Lawrence Olivier. <laughs> totally. You know, and he like ducked out of the way. He's like, oh shit. Ew, sorry. Yeah. yeah like a yeah. insult. <laughs> yeah. So um, the trident whips past, yep. and uh, so then he decides to climb up to the viewing box so he can kind of attack them. Yep. And he gets up as, so far as to grab Lawrence Olivier, but Lawrence um, pulls out a knife and stabs him in the spine. And then a spear comes through his back. Like he, oh yeah, yeah he gets it pretty he good. He gets it pretty good. Yeah, he is fucking dead. But yeah. you know what? It's it's interesting because that that is actually the turning point for all of it. Yeah. Because the slaves now, although the um, gladiators are so pissed off about this, yeah. that they start an uprising. That's right. So um, exactly that. Uh, they. They all start to rebel. They all start to attack the guards, and it turns into this massive, massive fight. Yep. Uh, oh, uh, just just a couple little backfiller pieces though oh, too. Yeah, yeah. In the interim, yes, uh, there's a little bit of an exchange between Marcus Publius and Crassus. Yes, and they talk about how they're going to outmaneuver Gracchus. Because there's a little statue of him that gets kind of covered up and then they pull it open again. That's right. And they do mention that they're going to have to outmaneuver him. And so what happens is Marcus Publius is being made into the commander of the garrison of Rome. Rome. That's and right. this will become important later on. Yeah. Uh, Marcus Publius <laughs> sounds like the biggest dullard. He's yes. just got a big goony oh, smile. He's like, like I'm yeah. very honored to have this yeah. opportunity. <laughs> I've, oh, holy. Can I hold your cape? Exactly. It's it's basically Napoleon Dynamite yeah. as like the leader of yeah. the garrison of Rome. Idiot. Sweet. Oh, yeah. Dang. Uh, but also, uh, Verinia is purchased by Crassus, which is That's also important right. because then she is taken away and yeah. Spartacus kind of sees her leaving. Yeah. And that's part of it too. So totally. He's, yeah. he's not having any of it. So this massive rebellion happens. 
um, a lot of people are killed, uh, probably in real life, because yep. there is insane amounts of stunts going on. Actually, uh, and I should probably take this back. It's not necessarily at that moment no, with no. Crassus that um, that starts rebellion. It's when they see Draba hung. That's right. Because they go back down into their cells in the little sort of uh, bathing area. Yeah. Uh, and then they see him there. And that's that's when there's like a little fist fight that starts with one of the guards. With Marcellus. Correct. That's right. Between uh, Spartacus and Marcellus. Because Spartacus is looking at Draba's body. And he's like, he'll stay there till he rots. What do you mm-hmm. think of that, slave? Totally. Yeah. And so Spartacus doesn't enjoy that. Here's the thing. I don't think yeah. anything good of it at all. I don't. I don't Slap. have it. Yeah. With a five figure seat in the face. <laughs> Bang. <laughs> Rick James. Totally Rick James. And uh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Sorry. That's where the yeah. big rebellion happens. And yeah. so they, they overtake the Ludus. Um, they kill all the guards there. Peter Houstonoff manages to get onto the cart that is carrying Verinia. Correct. Yeah. To um, Crix's uh, estate. Yep. Back in Rome. Yeah. Uh, Crassus, Crassus, not Crassus, Crassus, Crassus. Yeah, yeah. It's a lot of these names. It's a Crixus, Crassus, Gracchus. Gracchus. These are the names of like ancient Roman Rice Krispies. Gracchus, Snackless, Popsis. Yes, you cannot stop. Okay, I can't remember that. That's right. Rice Krispies. Yeah. Yes. So. Yep. They they ended up taking over the loot. They, yeah. they kill everyone except for Peter Houston. <laughs> you had mentioned too, just about oh, yeah. uh, how they did not like look after anyone at all. No. Like these were all practical stunts. Oh. When they're climbing over the gate, and there's that one guy underneath the gate oh. as it falls down on top of him, he gets fucking crushed. There's like no way. Oh, he would be dead. Like be you dead. know what? His hazard pay. Like yeah. uh, you basically you're just writing a check to his widow and his kids. <laughs> that guy died yeah. a thousand percent for sure. But. <laughs> Russicus. Yeah, no, yeah. It's honestly. He he was he's very dead. He's very dead. Um back in Rome. Back in Rome. Yeah. yeah. So so back in Rome. Um we are in the Senate. Yes. Right. Uh and there we get to see uh, Graxus. Uh uh Gracchus. Gracchus, sorry. Yeah. Gracchus, who um he he's a very powerful political figure, mm-hmm. uh, but he is obviously at odds with Crassus. Um because uh, uh, Crass, he feels like Crassus is trying to position himself uh, yeah. to be somewhat of a... Um, well, know, like a, a Caesar of sorts. Caesar he wants him to be, he wants to be like the monarch of Rome like they had it before the Senate that's came it. in. That's yeah, it. yeah, that's it. Uh, and so there is um, some political machinations we get um, introduced to um, Julius. Yep. Julius Caesar. Yep. Uh, who, um, whoever plays him is just like oh. an Adonis man. John Hanseman, like he's just <laughs> unbelievably like, hi there. Yeah. Yeah, he is. Uh, he, he looks like a Caesar. Like, I mean, in real life, probably Caesar was like a huge turd. But uh, in this part of it, he's like, yeah, he's a pretty cool dude. And in, in credit to Caesar too. Like, yeah. so he's friends with Gracchus at this point. Yes. But he's also got his own ideas and he's very practical yes. about things. And he gets put in a lot of a, kind of a weird spot later on. Yeah. Uh, just as things sort of get explained to him, like, as influential as Gracchus is, Crassus is equally influential yes. and, and a very convincing speaker. So, yeah, he kind of does a bit of a flip-flop there. But yeah. anyway, so they're celebrating Glabrus being appointed. And they're like, hey, this is fantastic. Yeah. Then word comes about the rebellion. That's right. And so they're like, hey, you know what we should do? We should get our new uh, head of the guard to go off and put down this rebellion. That's right. And this is this is Gracchus maneuvering him because yeah. he wants to get rid of him uh, to not be able to oppose his machinations. And, and temporarily, they appoint Caesar 
That's to right. watch the other garrisons that are still staying within yeah, the city. The garrisons within the city. Yeah. That's right. And the reason they get away with this is because Crassus is available right. at that meeting. Correct. So he doesn't. He's not able to kind of interject in any way because they think he's still coming from the Ludus. That's right. That um, and so, um, yeah. So uh, good old uh, what's his name? Uh, the the newly appointed uh, general. Uh, oh, uh, is Glabrus. Glabrus. Yeah, Glabrus. He's like, I'm so. Yeah. What does he sound like? Yeah. Uh, uh, oh, it's okay, sorry. I had a million of those. It's, 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 it's like the Napoleon. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, that sounds really great. Yeah. I'm going to get out there and get that guy. I'm very honored. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> You're a goon. And he's going to do like, and they're like, we must we must do this big production. Oh, yeah. We want to do a ceremony. Do a massive parade. Yeah. yeah. We'll call everybody. We'll make the whole of Rome honor you as you leave. Totally. And it's all, again, machinations because when, when, he leaves, there's like a better chance of maybe humiliating him in some fashion or another because it's such a prideful kind of uh, leave, like like journey out. Totally. So uh, so he ha- before he heads off, he manages to go and talk to Crassus. Right. And Crassus basically like strips Glabrus down. Yeah. He's like, look, you're a fucking idiot. You've yeah. just like, you know, given away all of our ability to keep, you know, the Senate in, in check. Uh, you don't get a ceremony now. You're a, you're dumb. Yep. Get out of the city. Oh, yeah. Not a single piece of fanfare. Yeah. You're sneaking out in the middle of the night with your tail between your legs. Basically. It's pretty good. It is. But it's good. the one best part about this, though, is who shows up to say hi to Crassus? Oh, well, um, because Crassus, um, when he enters his estate, there's new slaves. Right. And he notices one handsome uh, New Yorker in <laughs> particular. <laughs> I get the papers. Get the papers. <laughs> He notices Johnny two times. Yeah. And uh, it's Tony Curtis. Yeah. And, uh, and he's, he's young. Holy he's shit. Young. He is a young man in that movie. Oh, yeah. And uh, makes no attempt to, because uh, most everyone has like an English ish oh, yeah. kind of accent, but not, not Tony. It's, so his name is Antoninus. That's right. Yeah. Antoninus. Yeah. And what do you do, Antoninus? I am a singer of sorts. Oh, uh, he doesn't actually it. use that line later. He uses, yeah. Because at the time he's just like, uh, you know, I, yeah. I, I, I was watching the children in uh, yeah. a, uh, I don't know, a, a, a fungool. Yeah, I was getting the papers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and so um, uh, Crassus appoints him as his body slave. Correct. So then uh, after uh, Crassus's kind of um, screaming match with Glabrus, he yeah. needs to go and have a bath. So he's having his bath and he's getting kind of rubbed down and stuff like that. Yep. And um, he has a little conversation. He dismisses everyone except for Antonidas. Has a little conversation with Antoninus, and because uh, he's infatuated. With yes. Him. Yeah. And there's the some of the best dialogue, because he's he's kind of um, he starts talking about like uh, pleasures and, and pleasures of food and and indulgence, right? Like that. And what is is it the, immoral? Yeah. 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 He talks about like the how immoral enjoying one like exotic food over another. He's basically like snails and oysters. He's having this big conversation about, uh, do you like snails, Antonidas? Do you think it's immoral to enjoy snails? Right. I don't think so. I don't think so. <laughs> Forget about it. Yeah. What do I know, huh? I'm just a wise guy. Yeah. in the morning. And so um, then he goes, uh, what about oysters, Antonidas? Is it immoral to consume oysters? He's like, uh, no, master. It's fine. Whatever you like. <laughs> okay. And so, um, let me get you a nice ravioli. Hey, put some gravy on top. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, uh, uh, good old um, Lawrence Olivier then then says, uh, as it turns out, I love both 
snails and oysters. And you start to clue in. He's like, okay, he's going to fuck Tony <laughs> Totally. Except Tony Curtis figures this out right away. Because yeah. as, like, you know, Crassus is out and he's got all these mach- machinations about Rome. And he's talking about the majesty of Rome, the glory yeah. of Rome. Yeah. And there's, like, people walking by. And he's like. Past a matte painting. The matte painting, <laughs> totally. <laughs> but you know what? He's really into this. And he's, yeah. he's kind of, like, I think he's just trying to work on the seduction of Tony yeah. Curtis. Yeah. But he's having none of it. He's yeah. gone by the time he, he turns spins around. around and then there's like, there's a hole in the marble <laughs> in the shape of Tony Curtis. Yeah. And just a dust cloud. Oh, yeah. I'm gone. Yeah. Like, the, the dink is up. <laughs> he's fucking out of that place. He knows what's coming a mile away. Oh, yeah. And so, you know, you can see Crass is a little, little sad about that. Yeah. Yeah. Crass is, he's a little shocked. But just Tony Curtis is fucked right off. And so we, we then visit, um, Spartacus's kind of camp. And yeah. so his the gladiators are all um kind of like they don't know what to do. They're not organized yep. really. And so they're they've taken over the Ludus and he's kind of traveling about and he goes back to the Ludus. Yep. Uh and um he sees that that uh, uh Drava's body has been taken down. Yep. Things like that. And he hears noise in the uh small arena. One there. one quick thing too, just yeah. I, I was just looking through my notes, but um What's also happened in the background is that Gracchus and Peter Ustinov, Vadianus, yes. uh, have gotten together. And they talk a little yes. bit about Vadianus uh, blames Crassus for the whole thing happening. It's like yeah. that him and his like ladies hadn't showed up and caused this big thing. There'd be that's no slave right. rebellion that's whatsoever. Right. Yeah. And so he wants revenge. Yes. So that's just, like, we'll plant that seed. No, that's, that's good too. Yeah. Keep going. Then I, I think it's there we get to learn that he... Do we find out that's how about Vernia's escape? Correct. There? So, he, or is he, it? Yeah, she reveals. He kind of he kind of like sells her to Gracchus because he's like, oh, look, I lost a bunch of money over this, and he's like, well, look, I'm a good friend. Yeah. I'll, I'll give you some cash for this Vernia if you think that it's worth it. It's like five hundred disterces or whatever it is. Yeah, cisterces. Uh, and then this is also where Gracchus like talks about his one weakness, yes. which is women. Yes. He needs to be surrounded by hot ladies all the time. That's right. And he is a big lump of porridge. He's just a gooey, gooey dude. He's a soft and pudgy dude, yep. for sure. But yep. yes, he, that's his one vice. <laughs> two vices. Two vices. Well, two. They're still pretty good. They're pretty good, Padre. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. A I'm kingpin. a priest. Like you're a dictionary salesman. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, love that. Oh, I love that show. Oh, my God. Yay. So, um, yes, that's right. So he... he uh, that's right, because we learned that Vernia has escaped, I think, and so he takes up her yeah. death. Yeah, yeah, like for sure. And I mean, yeah. um, Spartacus, they have like a little reunion in the field uh, where yet. he meets up. Oh, not yet. Not right. yet, because okay. first he gets organized. Oh, okay. Yeah, so first he goes back to Lewis. <laughs> that's right. And he sees that the... Um... Oh, the guy, they're fighting. They've, yeah. they've basically got some uh, nobles. They got a couple of nobles, the and they're forcing them to fight. Uh, I think uh, Crixus has a couple of torches. Yeah. He's T- burning. Tiny kiss. Tiny kiss. He's <laughs> <laughs> drunk this... off his ass. <laughs> There's this one little five foot two guy who yeah. is just like, he's like a little yeah. like slab of muscle, though. <laughs> That's it. And he's like, he's just, ah. Yeah. He's kind of comic relief, I guess. He's yeah. like, he's Kenny Baker. He is. He's Kenny Baker, yeah. basically. All right. I know a little Roman. He's over there. <laughs> no kidding. Hello. Ah. No kidding. Buongiorno. Um, so he, um, Spartacus stops this fight right. and sends the Romans away because he he vowed never to see two people fight for sport ever again. Kind of yeah. thing. And the other gladiators kind of feel a bit of shame and they're like, yes, you're right. And he's like, but we can be an army. We can be something more than we ever thought we could be. And so he inspires them to get organized. Yeah. To leave the Ludus and start 
finding a way out of Italy. Yeah. Kind of thing. And and well, how are we gonna get out of here? He's like, Well, we'll we'll free slaves along the way. Right. We will And train them. And train them. Yeah. Because yeah, be there's that whole like gourd cutting montage of them like right. riding along and slashing at the with the swords and stuff. Yeah. <clears> so <throat> so they just start out on their way when he runs into Zerina. Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And she talks about how um she like punched punched Peter Houston off or kicked him somehow and then ran away and he was too fat to follow. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. And she's like, oh, oh. I love you, Spartacus. I love you, Spartacus. Oh yeah. That, like, yeah. It comes on pretty quick. Like it's yeah. you know, they've had like hand touches a few times, but And a nipple touch. Uh, and the one, yeah, the yeah. the Athenian twist. Yeah, yeah the for Athenian sure. twist. Yeah. Um, but um so they be kind of they become a couple. Yep. And um we get to see Spartacus start to um I think there's like uh, uh, some kind of raiding party. Yeah, like they've got those stuff. all the mini catapults that they're setting up, and yeah. then you know, and this is where finally uh, Antoninus shows up. That's right. Uh, and he's like, then he does say the singer of songs. Yeah, that's right. He's like, and you, what what can you do? Right. He's like, I'm a singer of songs. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Uh, with that voice, like, yeah. <laughs> rockabye baby. No <laughs> yeah, I know. He's pretty funny. Um, that's no pussy cat. Totally. <laughs> Also, you tend to, this is, they sort of come back to Glabrous too, and you yeah. can see that he's not having a good time. Like, you know, he's got no victories under his belt, uh, but he's like, they're partying and stuff. Like, I think for them, they're just expecting to crush the shit out of this yeah. and be done with it. So they're, they're very lazy in there. They don't have their enough watches. They don't have yeah. anything. And so Spartacus notices this, yep. and because he's not been trained in Roman warfare, yep. they decide to attack Glabrous's camp at night. Correct. Yeah. And catch him totally on, like, by surprise. Yeah. And so um, we might be jumping ahead a little bit here oh, because maybe, yeah. there's also the thing with Richard Dreyfus where he shows up. Oh yes, um, <laughs> Chief Inspector. So uh, <laughs> that's right. Yeah. So there's this. Uh, there's a, like you know they're in the strategy kind of area. They're in one of the big tents. Yeah. And they're kind of working on what they think they're going to do to get to the ocean to the, yeah. get to the coastline. And uh, this uh, Persian, pi yeah, pirate shows up. Cilician pirate. Yeah. Uh, comes along and he offers to broker a deal so that they can get all these ships. That's right. And so they say, well, you know, <laughs> sure, no problem. Uh, it'll cost you 50 million. And he's like, what, like, like this? Like, yeah. he's already got kind of a good nest egg towards it. So, I mean, Dreyfus is all over this. Yeah. So they decided that they're going to uh, buy 500 ships, yeah. get them all the way down there, yeah. and uh, they should be good to go. And That's they figure right. it's going to take about seven months to accumulate enough slaves and riches from the different yeah. um, holdings That's to right. be able to fund it. So, Because they're going to go to the bottom end of Italy correct. along the way. Yeah. yeah, away from Rome. Correct. Yeah. yeah, it's Brand Brandusium. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's right. That's right. So he makes the deal with the pilot. Yep. Um, <laughs> and then I will kill him. Exactly. It's so funny. Kill! Kill him! <laughs> oh, man. Dave is so funny. We haven't done Pink Panther, have we? No. Oh, we should do that one. You know what? The second one is like, God, Jeez. it's so funny. That Cato fight is something that will always make me howl. Ugh. Anything with dummies in it. Yeah. Anytime when someone gets hit with a dummy, like we talked about when we were talking about Top Secret and stuff. But yeah. uh, my, my love of dummies actually comes from Pink oh, Panther. Yeah. Because oh, yeah. oh. there's like <laughs> throwing the people out the windows and stuff like, <laughs> that uh, Peter Sellers like French cry is tattooed so on my brain. Funny. Yeah. All right. Um, okay. So they, they've got a plan. Yep. They're going to head to uh, the coast. Uh, they're going to free slaves and get more treasure along the way and um, kind of destroy any army in their path. And right. So, yes, that is when they are training the new slaves, yep. training them for warfare, and uh, find out that Glabrous is across the valley. 100%. Yeah. 
they decide to attack. They attack at night. Right. And they wipe them oh. out. And they find Glabrous like cowering in it. Yeah, playing dead. Yeah, playing dead. <laughs> totally like, uh, uh, yeah. so yeah, they kind of haul him out. He comes yeah. up in front of Spartacus and Sm- he's like, Smolicus pulls him out. Smolicus <laughs> chucks him around. <laughs> oh, bitch slaps him a couple times. Like, <laughs> Kenny Baker kiss. Oh, yeah. Tells him to get his fucking shine box <laughs> right then and there. That's right. It was pretty good. He is. He's the Joe Pesci. He oh. is the Joe Pesci. Oh, my oh. God. This is all coming together. Yeah. Lovely. Lovely. Holy. Okay. okay. Anyway, so, uh, you know, they don't have any stockade. They didn't really set up guards correctly. Like you said, they didn't make a moat. Like, it was pretty, like, they did. They took him for granted. So, yeah. they get Glabrous out. Spartacus takes his symbol of Roman power, the rod that he holds, yeah. snaps it, yeah. and then sends him back to Rome and says, fuck you, go deal with the Senate. That's right. And let them know. I'm sending a message. Don't bug us. Yeah. We're going to go to the ocean. You leave us alone. No problems. That's right. If you get in our way, we're going to fuck you up. Yeah. We're going to kill you. Yeah. Uh, and so. Um, intermission. I, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> then yeah. we have like a 20 minute intermission. Yeah. It's like way more overture. No, it's. I wish it was that man. That would have been great. Like the Star Trek crossover. Let's see. Okay. So we come Back to the Senate. Uh, also, oh, I forgot this. That um, yeah, Spartacus, like you said, basically explains his whole strategy. Yeah, fuck. Us. Hold your cards a little closer to your chest, idiot. Yeah, we've just engaged a pirate. We're gonna meet this pirate. We're, We're gonna, gonna pay him fifty million. Stuff. That's it. We, we better not get it. Oh, bid. Yeah. <laughs> oh, please don't do that. Yeah. So he, he reveals his whole. Take plan. these instructions with you of everything we're going to do. Back to the Senate. Like, no kidding. Here's some copies. We like, yeah. <laughs> Xerox them. Don't ask me how. <laughs> okay. Xeroxicate. That's right. Uh, but yeah, he explains the whole thing. It's just uh, pain in the ass. Yes. But um, so uh, Glabrus goes back to the Senate, I think. Yep. yep. And that's where they discuss his failure. Yep. Um, they. Um, he's censured. They totally like come up and down him. They, he's oh, a public yeah. embarrassment. He's uh, well, he's meant to be killed. I yeah. Think. So what's supposed to happen to him is he yeah. is uh, denied fire, water, food, and shelter, four hundred miles from Rome. He's not allowed near it. Yes. No one is allowed to harbor him or have any affiliation with him. That's he is right. ostracized. Yeah, he is gone. And also, Crassus resigns as a senator. Correct. He lays yeah. down command of his legions and retires yeah. to private life. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Still, all very calculated. Yeah. And so, Gracchus kind of calls him out for this. He says, you know what? Now's not the right time with this big slave rebellion going on for yeah. you to kind of lay down your arms. That's right. And it kind of makes it, it's pretty evident at this point that Crassus is really the only person who can save him. And I think yeah. the Senate knows this too. Yeah. Having him engaged in the Senate is much better than having him alone because if they come to him and ask him for something, he can ask for whatever he wants, which is basically what he does. Yeah, that's anyway. right. <clears throat> um, that's right. So um, what else is happening at that point is um, I think they talk about how, uh, or, uh, I think Glabrus, not Glabrus, but um, uh, Gracchus? Gracchus. Yeah. Talks to Caesar about, you know what we're going to do is we're going to let this rebellion leave. Right. Yeah. He's like, you know what? Fine. They're going to go. They're going to leave. It's going to resolve itself. We're going to let them do that because it also, it, it shows that, um, you know, the, I guess the, 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 the planning of Rome is flawed. Oh, yeah. So if he's a voice of opposition, if he's like, like, uh, I don't know. I think this army is too, too, too big for us to tackle. And they're like, no, no, we're going to do it. Yeah. Well, the failures have been tallying up. Like, they yeah. look like idiots. Yeah. They also haven't used any of the legions, though. Like, That's they've right. really been using sort of city guard. That's like, right. Which are not, you know, the same as the legionnaires. Yeah. For sure. I, I agree with that. Yeah. 
Uh, you also have a lot of montages going on oh, right now because yeah. you're seeing everyone's like, so they're making their way south. Yeah. There's like that whole scene with the swamp where they're kind of like walking through and right. more dead cast members are getting oh, yeah. like <laughs> trampled by horses. Like, so there's that part. Uh, but the, they continue to build. They go through all the seasons. Yeah. There, there's that thing with winter where they're like yeah, in the middle of like, yeah. yeah. And every lot that yeah. MGM had was explored for this they movie. Did. They, they did it all. them through space. Oh, yeah, exactly. Like a moon landing. Yeah. That's it. And the, uh, the little person. Oh, yeah. Well, then there was that thing, too, where they went through time. And you could see, like, the E equals MC squared kind of scrolling <laughs> by as, like, yeah, no. No, yeah, no, smaller kiss. He was, he's No, going. no, there was, like, an even even smaller kiss. Oh. Right? Because he's always with this kid. Oh. The, 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 oh, there's the, the dwarf. The, there's the, yeah, the, the small person. You're yeah. right. So the small person. That is actually Kenny Baker. That must be. He's a Highlander. <laughs> there's a lot of Highlanders in this film, if so you look really Highlanders. closely. So many Highlanders. But, but also, like, then there's, like, like some really sad parts too. Like there's that one little baby that gets buried as oh, they're sort yeah. of doing that passage. Yeah. Um, and tonight starts to fight. Yeah. And then you get that one kind of fun scene with Gene Simmons where she's uh, naked at the lake. That's right. And uh, Spartacus just kind of like, again, in the bushes masturbating. Yeah. And like, but kind of observing her and stuff. And yeah. then you learn that she is uh, pregnant. pregnant. Yeah. That's right. That's yep. right. Yeah. So we find out she's pregnant. She's going to have a baby, um, which is cool. He loves the idea. Also, we actually get to hear Antonitis sing. Right, but and, it's, it's not singing per se. Yeah, it's kind of it's it's like slam poetry. <laughs> That's right. That's what it is. Whoa, man, Harry it <laughs> no, for sure. And tonight, this. Yep. Yeah, anoint this. Oh, oh, not bad. Yeah. Your slam poetry is pretty tight. Thanks, I've been. Um. So, so then Spartacus, like, there's some cool stuff where yep. like, Spartacus is like, you know what? We we don't need another fighter. We need someone to teach us song. And our own stories, and he and he he starts to realize that this this thing that 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 he's kind of been leading and creating here is is basically it's it's its own like culture, it's its own. He's he's got like a like a almost like a group of people that could be make their mark on the earth. Yeah. But the only way to do that is to capture stories and to. To get this oral history going, totally kind of thing, and so that well, especially someone who can't read, right? Like, yeah. so his means of communication and understanding these things is through song. That's right. Uh, and and it's at that lake scene where they actually they go back over the song. So the the scene you're talking about happens a little earlier with the egg and stuff, right? Like where right. Uh, Anton, Antoninus is doing like magic tricks and That's he's making right. the egg he's, disappear, and then he's gonna pick a card, yeah, any card. He gets like a Chris Angel thing. Oh yeah, saws his face off. The and... Scarf keeps coming out of his <laughs> nose. It just goes on and on, and yeah, I know for sure. It was funny. Sorry, go ahead. Just thinking about because that's what popped. Is Job? Head. Yeah, no, no. But uh, what? Why it popped into my head the Chris Angel thing is that like you 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 think about Chris Angel and he is like avant garde, like like you know almost horror yeah. magic. Yep. I was at uh, Value Village today. Perfect. Looking around and there was not one, but two Chris Angel magic sets. Oh my god! Yeah. What, so I, what do you get to do with these sets? So I had to open one up and check it out. I'm like, oh my god, do you get like like a real dagger? Do you get like a like a poisonous cobra pig venom? fetus or something in yeah, there that you can exactly. do something creepy with? Yeah, how you can like sew your mouth shut and stuff. Mm. Looking at it, and it's all just like cups and balls, and oh, put some needles through a coin and stuff like that. Oh, like it's, it's lame! All just every but, single magic set you've ever seen in your life, but just marketed with Chris, Chris Angel. Angel. Yeah, okay, <laughs> like, but it's just a little bit like. Eviler, kinda. Okay, kinda. It's yeah. an evil coin. It's, it's an, an evil, evil needle, and it's evil sponge. Oh, okay. Oh, well, there you go. Right. Anyway, Her anyway. Part. So yeah, they um. There's some really cool and, and interesting moments. <laughs> Smolikus's name is Dionysus in the show. I finally, I haven't written in my notes. Finally. Oh, do you? Like, yeah, Dionysus. Dionysus. Oh, that's right. Yeah. 
because yeah. he's uh, the god hedonism. of <laughs> <laughs> himself. No kidding. Well, he's always drinking and debauching and humping. He's so humpy. So many Perverinia. No yeah. kidding. Yeah. She can never get the skirt stains out. <laughs> Unfortunate. Yeah, because yeah. he likes to watch. Yeah. Um. So um. Uh. This is all going on as they're making their way, making their way, and I think they finally get to the sea. Yeah. So Caesar uh, meets them in a city called Metaputum. Puntum. Metapuntum. Yeah, yes. Go ahead. I'm sorry. This is also, we get to find out that Caesar betrays Gracchus. Gracchus. Yeah. That yeah. comes up in a bit. Yeah. So there's a discussion that happens where uh, they're at a bathhouse. Yeah. And this is kind of where, you know, again, Crassus is going to plant some some seeds in yeah. Caesar's head. So, yeah. you know, they're at the bathhouse. They've lost, you know, 20,000 people. Crassus goes. leagues? 20,000 leagues. <laughs> no, I wish. Uh, fuck, that would be great. Uh, Crassus goes over to speak to Caesar and he sort of says, like, hey, you know what? Um, you're one of us. Like, you're not one of him. And yeah. what's happening right now is taking away from the glory of Rome. And yeah. this is, like you said, after, like, Gracchus has said, no, let them run. Yeah. But if you let them run, like, does that not mean that there's going to be more rebellions and more chaos and more unrest? And it really kind of hits a, um, a patriotic bone with Caesar. He does yes. not like this. And you can tell it. it's like, this kind of flips a bit of a switch for him. That's right. Anyway, That's they right. do they do get to the ocean, though. So continue from there. Yeah, so they get to the ocean, and they're super happy, and they set up camp, and they're just over the moon about yep. um, this is their escape. Um, good old um, Dreyfus. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> uh, meets them again. Uh, he comes without uh, slaves this time because they freed his slaves last yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. And he says to them that uh, he's terribly sorry, but they they have no ships. There's no ships. And Spartacus is pretty pissed off, and he like, uh, I think he, he gets it out of them that basically they were uh, bribed. They were bribed. Yeah, were by there. Crassus. Yeah. yeah. So Crassus bribed them to get rid of the ship. Yeah. So what we kind of figure out is they're trying to force Spartacus yeah. by doing this to march on Rome. And then That's they can right. really just like, oh, uh, I guess we should also mention that Crassus is back. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So basically the Senate goes to Crassus and says, hey, look, we need you to come back and to lead the legions because you're yes. the only person who can do it. And his one condition is uh, that he is kind of like supreme leader. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Sorry. I'm he's like he's like pre-Caesar at this point. Or like, yeah. He's, he's like a, a, a spicy Caesar. He's a spicy Caesar. A lightly salted. He's a but, but, Caesar. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> but it gets, yeah, he gets, he gets spicy. Um, but that's right. So he gets kind of diplomatic powers that are unheard of. Yeah. He, um. And he's got like a massive battle. And Dreyfus, his name is Tigranus in this, yeah. but he offers them to smuggle them out. That's one thing he does too. He sort of That's says right. like, hey, look, you know, this sucks. I'm really sorry, but let's take this gold. Yeah. I can get you out of the country, you and your wife and, you know, your top your generals, generals and stuff. And we'll yeah. get you out of here. We'll, we'll kind of save your butt. Yeah. And, and Spartacus wants none of that. Yeah. Is it that, is it there that Spartacus also learns that another army has landed just Caesar's. south of him? Yeah. yeah. So it's... Caesar's army's landed there. Yeah. Uh, an army that he thought was still oh miles no I take away. that I take that back Pompey yes Pompey Pompey ha is uh, has landed to the south correct much earlier than he thought yep there's another army I think coming from another direction and then there's Crassus Cullus Cullus and Pompey yeah yes. those are the two Sorry. yeah so two other armies are actually landed and on the march yeah and um, Crassus is coming from Rome so there's no escape yeah basically. And so, yeah, Spartacus is like, no, I'm fuck it, I'm not going. No, I'm not leaving. We're we're no, we started this. We'll finish it. Yep. Yeah. So he sends um, Dreyfus away. Dreyfus. Dreyfus. And uh, and he decides to march on Rome, and he gets his followers kind of fired up to go and march on Rome. Totally. 
And then you get that one scene where Crassus is at his camp and, you know, he's kind of having people through and they're having like a discussion. Yeah. And this is when uh, Peter Ustinov, yes. when Abadianus shows up yeah. and he's like, look, uh, I lost a lot of money out of this. Yeah. Uh, if I could be the person who barters for the slaves after all this is done, then at least he can still make some cash for yeah. it. And Crassus says, okay, but you have to identify Spartacus. That's you right. need to point that guy out because I'm going to fucking kill him. Yeah. And he's like, oh, is that what happened? I don't know that I can. Yeah. But uh, he was at the looters when you you were there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh really? Yeah. 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 <laughs> now, now, now the blend of uh, Ustinov and uh, Lawrence Olivier is like, yeah. no, it's a big, weird mishmash. <laughs> no kidding. Uh, so, yeah. So, that's that's right. So, yeah. so Ustinov thinks he's going to make some coin, be yep. able to get back on his feet. Yep. Um, he's kind of... I, I think he's gotten rid of kind of thoughts of revenge to a point. Seems like he's put them aside at least as yeah. long as he can get something out of it, right? That's right. So um, as it turns out, uh, the army of gladiators and, and Spartacus uh, are preparing for a big fight. They they see uh, Crassus's army. Yep. Uh, and so they prepare. Yep. For this. Yep. And um, the next day, the uh, Crassus marches his army onto the field. Yep. Uh, Spartacus has a uh, kind of an elevation advantage. Yeah, I have the higher ground. No, oh, tr- that's it. Yes. Yeah, Star Wars the shit out of him on this one. <laughs> He's about to get like Anakin. That's oh, yeah. like a for sure. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, but like wave after wave after wave of legions yep. are coming in. And I, I'm going to lock in on this point too because I'm going to come yeah. back to it. But um, the one thing, so there's a bit of an exchange that he has with Bernia, right? Oh, and yeah. it's this like they're, he's in his, his camp. And he's like, he's scared. He's like, it seems like Rome has endless armies. Um, you know, I fear that my love for you, Verinia, makes me weep. Yeah. But he prays for his son. And he prays for his son to be born free. Yes. And it's the first time he actually feels the son kick. Yeah, uh, and right. he's like, oh, you know, this is like, he was really, it's a very emotional moment for him. He's really yeah. kind of taken through that. And uh, anyway, yeah. it's mm. That's it's, a good point because yeah. that comes into later. It does, and yeah. she's yeah. like, no, 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 you live. And he's yes. Like, no, you live. Okay. All right. We'll throw fingers. One, <laughs> two, three, shoot. No, no, no. I literally shot. Sorry. Arrow just, ooh. No. Yes. Um, so Thank you, sir. <laughs> You're mine, see? Uh, anyway, so we, um, uh, the army after army, or rather regiment after regiment, yeah. Crassus's ar- army is coming onto the field. It looks massive, like they fully extra. Yep. And yeah. then you've got uh, Spartacus's army. Which is massive as well. Totally. And so, um, and they've got all that sod they're gonna lay. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> sod and rope. Yeah, so they've got these weird kind of like big uh, grassy steamrollers, basically yeah. rolling pins. Yeah. Uh, that are just in front of them. You're like, well, what's this lame tactic gonna be? And so the the Romans are pretty cocky. Yeah. They come running in. They're like, charge! We'll get yeah. these guys. And then they set the rolling pins on fire. Oh yeah. And roll them. And two two guys on either end are like running down with these these flaming rolling pins. And there are for sure more extras that get burned. Oh like these guys God, are fucking yes. on fire. They are. They're they're yeah. getting slammed by it. They're yep. they're trying to leap over it. It totally. is brutal. Yeah. This is some good filming by Kubrick for sure. Like it's oh, pretty yeah. cool. It's amazing. Yeah. And so um it looks like they're doing pretty well. Yep. But then uh the Romans start coming in a little faster. Col- and then Cullus and Pompey's armies come in. That's right. And pincer move them and Absolutely. Like, uh cut them off and they are getting butchered. Yep. And um, we get like lots of scenes of like uh, people like the midget. Oh, yeah. Dead. Totally dead. But there's yeah. also like, this is some kind of cool like practical effects, right? Yeah. There's a one part, and I think you pointed this out too, where like 
one of the guys is like right in front of the camera and they chop his arm off, but just fast enough to see the arm go. And then they move kind of out of the way. I'm like, that's a really good practical effect for, you know, the sixties. It was pretty, pretty awesome. It was really well done. Like it wasn't like he was standing there going, oh, and his arm is just not moving. Like it was a very good cut. Totally. Yeah. So, so some great battle there, some warfare, but ultimately. Spartacus gets fucked up. Yeah. And, um, uh, you know, good old uh, uh, Crassus is, um, he's not celebrating yet because he wants he wants uh, Spartacus. Spartacus dead, but he discovers a woman on the battlefield who's Radio. just given birth. Yep. yep. And so he um, he takes her, and uh, so he's got a whole ton of slaves. And yep. Peter Houston's pretty excited because he's going to be in charge of selling them and getting profit and stuff yep. like that. Yep. Wonderful, wonderful. But um, Crassus uh, addresses the survivor. Right. And says, um, uh, what should we call it? He, he says, uh, uh, if you identify Spartacus, if Spartacus identifies himself or someone identifies him, um, you will be sold as slaves. If not. Yeah, you're just not going to get killed. Yeah. If but, not, but you go back into slavery. Yeah. If not, I will crucify every single one of you until he reveals himself. Yep. Kind of thing. And so Spartacus is like, wow, well, fuck that. I'm not having any of that. So he stands up and he's like, I, but just before he talks, yep. Tony Curtis hops up. He's like, I'm Spartacus. Yeah, no kidding. Forget about it. <laughs> Forget about it. Yeah. And then everyone comes up. This is a very famous scene, right? Yeah. Like the uh, I'm Spartacus. Like, yeah. So basically, he's fostered so much love with his people that they all basically sacrifice themselves and they are eventually crucified straight yeah. on the road to Rome. All of them. And, yep. and Peter Houstonoff is not happy about that situation no, because no. that means he gets nothing. Not, not a penny. Yeah. yeah. And, um, Crassus kind of um, discovers Antonitis in the lineup, and uh, uh, does he try to bring him back? No, uh, no he just kind of like yeah. shames him a little bit, right? Yeah. Like they, they have like a moment, but it's yeah. not like he addresses it too too much. It's just sort of like you too, Antonitis. Yeah, snail anybody? <laughs> <laughs> and so um, he he declares that Antonitis and uh, this guy that Antonitis was chatting with yeah. are going to be the last. Yeah, and Verinia basically too. Like when yeah. she, when they ask, like, is he dead? She's like, yeah, he's dead. Like, or, yeah. or where's where's um, Spartacus? Yeah, basically him. for sure. So he ba- doesn't believe. Him. No, no, he doesn't at all. And in fact, uh, you're pretty sure at that point he knows the last guy he's chatting yeah. with is Spartacus. Yeah, so he's he's not a dummy. Crassus is pretty smart. Yeah. So um, they end up crucifying everybody. Yeah. Like it is brutal. And Yusinov gets whipped. Yes. For his, like, being bitter about not uh, getting his slaves. He's like, hey, you promised me this. And he's like, yeah, you promised me Spartacus. Yeah. Where is he? And he's like, and, yeah. And he, and he kind of shines on uh, Crassus a little bit, and yeah. Crassus has him whipped. That's right. And so he goes back to Gracchus. That's so right. So Batiatis goes to Gracchus, says, hey, look, I bore the whip without yep. complaint, but I do now definitely want revenge because he sort of figures out, like, Laurence Olivier's got, like, a thing for Verinia. He's got yeah. a crush on her because they've taken the baby back, and yep. he's, like, he's pretty smitten. Yeah. He does so. So he captures Rania, takes him back to his estate. Yep. And now he also um, there's a scene where he's also writing, uh, I believe, a list, a list of people who have uh, wronged him. Have wronged him. Were this, this, yeah, trying to see him kind of ousted, and so they are all to be killed and their estates taken. Right. Uh, and at the top of the list is Gracchus. Oh, Gracchus. Gracchus. Yeah. Okay. And yeah, and and but he says instead of being killed, you will be banished. Right. I'm going to put you into this estate, you know, a modest estate with your all your lovely sex slaves. Yep. And whenever I need, because because he still holds political power. Of course. Whenever I need 
to see something uh, put through. Passed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you will come to Rome, and you will whip everybody up into a frenzy and see that I am successful. You're a puppet. Basically. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Emasculates him. Yeah, he totally does. And so um, as he's preparing to leave, that's when Peter Hughes wanders in and is like, I want revenge. I bore the whip and I want revenge. Yep. So he's like, what you need to do is to steal Verinia yep. from uh, Crassus's home. Yep. And um, because that's how we'll wound him. Mm-hmm. Kind of thing. We take that, this one thing that he really loves. Yep. And so he sends Peter Hughes off to do that and sends him with some cash and stuff like that. But then Gracchus um, pulls out a dagger and goes and kills himself. Did you see that? I didn't. I had to leave, remember? Oh, that's right. Sorry. Okay. So what happens is, <laughs> I'll, take, I'll take over here. Yeah, please do. Yeah. So um, <laughs> uh, that's, that's too is. bad. I mean, again, but, you know, it makes sense. To be a political puppet for the rest of his life is probably not very palatable, but he gets to have that. Uh, knowledge that yeah. he'll finally get the last laugh. That's it, and uh, and to remove himself as a piece, right? Or Crassus. Well, yeah. And it's it's interesting because he's after uh, Peter Hughesnoff takes off as Batiastas takes off. Um, he goes over to a chest and he opens it, and there are two daggers. And he's looking at them. He's like, "No, this one. This one's much more lovely." Oh. And he takes it and he wanders over to his bed and he closes the curtain. And that's all you see. But Interesting. You're, but he, he fully kills himself. Huh. I think. Yeah. To to deny that. Okay, so everybody is crucified. Right. Everybody, right? Except for Antoninus and Spartacus. Right. But um, Crassus has a scene with Verenia where he he's kind of talking to her and, and asking her what kind of man Spartacus was. And she's just... <laughs> is this an Oysters and Snails conversation? Yeah, he's like, basically. Oysters today, mate, baby. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But he's like, he's he's showing her opulence. She's mm-hmm. dressed in beautiful gowns with beautiful jewels. He gives her all these jewels and things like that. Yep. And um, and he's like, "What kind of man was Spartacus?" And she's like, "You know, not not a warrior like you, my lord." And she's also, of course, like yeah. He's yeah. like, "Don't patronize me. Tell me the truth. What what was he like?" And then she just unloads. She's like, "He's the greatest man that ever lived. Um, you know, if he wasn't betrayed, he would have destroyed you, basically." And so she tells him, nice. basically, like, you you are a worm, he was a god. And he gets kind of pissed off, right? And and he's like, you will learn to love me, you know, uh, or I will kill your child. Oh, wow. Yeah. And she's like, you... you Always got talk, that card. Yeah. You talk about love, but you threaten to kill my child. And he's... You see him fumble, which is kind of cool. Oh, like, yeah. She really... Calls him out. His skin. That's yeah, awesome. Which is cool. Yeah. Um, so he gets super pissed off, and he, he rides his horse over to the last two gladiators to be killed and because he's convinced now that it's Spartacus. yeah yeah and yeah. he calls him out he's like you are Spartacus answer you know Spartacus is like yeah eat it Crassus basically shines him off a bit so Crassus yeah. has him and Antonidas fight oh and um uh Jesus says, I missed a shit ton oh yeah wow if he basically says if you don't like give it your all I will kill you both. I thought it was all going to be overture at this point. Yeah. No, no. I know, right? Damn it. But uh, it basically, um, and and so Spartacus is like, I'm a better warrior than you. He's telling to Antonitis. He's like, I'm going to, I'm going to kill you and and I'll get crucified because the winner's going to get crucified. Well, it's win-win. Yeah, Yeah. no kidding. At least you get a quick death this way. And Antonitis is like, no, Spartacus, I love you. I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna be crucified. I'll grant you a quick death. And so they, they fight for real. 
Oh. And they battle, and Spartacus ends up killing Antonidas. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. And he has, uh, he's pretty upset about the whole thing. Sure. Kind of thing. And so, um, uh, as, as, and so Crassus has him crucified. Yeah. But as he's getting kind of crucified, mounted up, and uh, the spikes pounded through his wrists and such, it's pretty brutal. Uh, he says, Oh, by the way, Verinia's alive. And so is your son. I'm going to raise them. And so Spartacus is just like, Full on despair. Can this go yeah. like Marvel and just yeah. now he's Hulk? Just, <laughs> <laughs> but you do it. Spart smash. <laughs> but you're like, oh, so you really hate Crassus. Fuck Crassus, holy no. Kidding. But um, so Crassus leaves him uh, at the gates of Rome. Yep. Uh, wallowing in misery. But uh, the next scene um, is um, Peter Houstonov and Verinia. Yep. Because he's managed to get her and her son uh, out of. Um, Crassus estate, yeah, yeah, and but he's got like like papers of um, transport, transport and stuff like that, and cash and stuff like that. But it's all the stuff that Gracchus gave him. Yeah, yeah. But he's he's stopped at the gates by these guards who are like going through it, going through all those papers and stuff, and they're looking at him. Verinia sees Spartacus. Oh wow! So yeah. she books it right over to him, and and he's still alive, so he manages to see her, and she tells him, "Your son is going to be born free, or your son is free. Yep, he will know all about what you." done yep. and he will seek revenge not bad right? yeah and so spartacus too electric boogaloo <laughs> the spartan angel oh no kidding and so um she's yeah <laughs> this is a spartan angel <laughs> oh my god the cloud so uh so he's he's like and he's you know a tear and he's just like fuck yeah you know like cool. he's like he's, wolf yeah from, from future man <laughs> that's right so yeah, he gets it right in the rat hole. Nice. Um, but um, so she takes off with uh, Peter Houstonov, yep. who's in the mood for revenge anyway. So sure. he's going to make sure that son is is grown to know the general that was his father. And yeah. Like that. And that's how the movie ends. Not with, bad. Uh, yeah. Okay. With, um, yeah. All right. Let's uh, wander on over to the money zone. Someone set a fire in your car because it took too long, and I got bored. <laughs> Money, please. So, Tristan, uh, yeah. tell me about uh, tell me about the businesses that have approached you in the last little while. Because I'm going to be honest, we've yes. been away for a bit, yes. and we've maybe left a bit of a gap here. So, yeah. trust me, we're we're taking on people we never would have normally taken. Yeah, exactly. You know what? That's a good point because yeah. the business that approached me, I normally I'd be like, "Fuck that." There's no, way. no. there's no way. But you know what? Desperate gotta, times. Desperate times. Daddy's got to stay in the cash. Oh, I got to. I got to wet this beak. That's right. You know, I have a massive meth. Habit. No, I so, wish. Um, you know what? It was a. It was actually a restaurant. A new restaurant. And oh. Restaurants normally struggle. Yeah. To you know, they go out of business. All Saint the Albert. Time. It's terrible for That's restaurants. Right. So, this restaurant, doubly so. Oh. Is in the uh, in the red really even before they open the doors because it is a vegan restaurant. Oh. Yeah. Okay. And their name is um, Escape from New Pork. <laughs> okay. Vegan restaurant. Okay. Um, you know, they're, they're basically um, setting up a, uh, a dystopian-esque restaurant where meat is disallowed. Well, you're not going to see the Snake Plissken on there, that's for no, sure. No, no. It's actually the Flake Plissken. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. Uh, and, uh, you know, I, I wish them well. And, I'm, of course... Uh, just being on the podcast, just mentioning them on the podcast means that they are going to, um, you know, accelerate through the roof. But um, I'm conflicted. 
conflicted about it. Wait, what's up? Well, just because I don't, I'm not a vegan. Oh, okay. Well, you know what? Again, there's no punchline here. You, you, oh, I'm like, I'm waiting for this big tea up. I'm like, yeah. oh, fuck. What, what should I do here? How do I help you? Oh, okay. All right. Well, yeah. I, I'm with you. I mean, I, I'm I'm carnivore. Yeah. I, I love all that. That's it. So please avoid escape from Newport. Well, you're not going to get your money now. No, dummy. Damn it. All right. Hey, Tristan. Yeah. Is regular bubblegum kind of boring to you? So boring. Sick of yeah. regular bubblegum. Perfect. I thought yeah. so. Yeah. You know, here's where we're going to get you to try a very specialized gum that uh, I think you're really going to enjoy. It's uh, Serpent and the Rain Blow. <laughs> it's the same beautiful colors and shape that you love mixed with the unholy powders and crab semen that will transport you into the hellscape that is the waking nightmare of voodoo. You'll be Wes craving it all the time. I mean, take some... <laughs> take some out of you uh put it in between your fingers and then pull man pullman i mean bad juju hell no good choo-choo that's what's going to be happening here you don't want it yes you voodoo you will love it you won't hate it and uh you're gonna go from zombie to gombi with this delicious gum serpent in the rain blow i love it it's pretty good okay all right final thoughts here so look <clears throat> i think there's a lot of um well paternalism for sure is oh, definitely a yeah. huge theme in this i mean the romans especially like that's you yeah, know yeah. treating people and entire civilizations like they were you know mindless fools and mm -hmm. crassus is the worst of the worst like i mean he really leans in the in the patriarchal kind of nature of things it's yeah. like he's taking rome as is like his child and in truth i think he actually really loves rome like yeah. he very much romanticizes the idea of it and he's he's into the the thinking of it but not for what rome and democracy is yeah more so what he idealizes it to be so yeah. so there's definitely that part of it but um the reason i wanted to bring back to the idea that um you know spartacus wants to see his son born free is i mean he never gets a chance to really be a dad in this no but man you know he sacrifices everything to try to give him at least the chance to have this mm -hmm. you know opportunity to be free it's yeah. something he's never known his entire life like he bit the shit out of people's ankles just to get this whole, you know, to, to maintain some sort of sense of dignity. And yeah, he was willing to sacrifice everything for it. Um, so super impressive. Like, so I guess my takeaway on this one is like, you know, oftentimes you make uh, like little sacrifices, like, all right, fine. Have the last pork chop. Yeah. Uh, that's pretty small potatoes compared to kind of the big sacrifices that some people do for their, their kids. Now, yeah. granted, we're not really in those scenarios where we have to make those sort of epic, life altering like i'm going to start a war in my entire country in order to make this happen yeah but i mean i think if we were ever put in a in a situation where it was like look you know you're gonna to have to make a big sacrifice to 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 offer your children yeah the potential to do something you were never able to do i, I can totally see that happening i can see that too yeah yeah no that's nice you I think, I think the big thing here is um not so much i guess parenting but uh kind of camaraderie hmm. you know you um you can build kind of bonds with people with, with shared experience and stuff like that. You know, the gladiators. Yeah. They didn't know each other. They were basically set to fight and kill each other. Right. Kind of thing. But they found brotherhood and, and camaraderie even within that mm -hmm. kind of thing. And so that's kind of what I what I wish for, for my kids is that they, you know, they, they find their tribe, they find their group, mm -hmm. you know, and that there's, there's, you know, shared experience that can be had and, and, and definitely... You know, you, someone who is an enemy could be an ally. 
yeah in some way and so you can't discount that totally you know and um yeah you know and and, and like like drab at the beginning mm-hmm. uh, you know it's just like i'm gonna kill you i don't want to know you kind of thing but then you can you could have a respect for someone you could find that thing that makes that situation or that person an ally versus what you thought was an enemy and yep. so yeah that's kind of what i was taken out of that it's just you know they formed a a brotherhood and they they formed a whole community a a group of people kind of thing with the shared experience and it just it takes someone to say that's that's enough or mm-hmm. we're not gonna we ain't gonna take this lion down yeah right? kind of thing and i like that idea no i really hope that for my thank you i think that's awesome that's yeah. really good thanks man yeah i appreciate it well hey look you know it's been really fun um oh yeah we've we've had a chance to kind of get this uh back together again i'm like that we're on episode two of season two so this has been pretty cool mm-hmm. um and it's always great to hang out like i mean ah. it, it's been a an interesting weekend a uh, lot lots to come i mean more more to ponder you've got a birthday coming up uh that we're going to be celebrating next weekend so that's gonna be really right. exciting yeah so i just want to say thanks like you know oh. you're a great brother and you're a great like friend and you're a great confidant and i i don't even know what i would do if i didn't have you in my life oh. i'm really i'm very grateful very well, i mean i'm mostly grateful because oh. i mean there's there is one other thing you could maybe do for me i i can't possibly imagine what that is oh it's easy okay. you can go get your fucking shine box this has been Get Your Shine Box with Chris Ham and Tristan Ham. Special thanks to Ross Smith for the intro and outro music. Extra special thanks to the Three Geeky Dads for just being awesome guys. Check out their podcast as well. And if you want to hear past episodes, go to wherever you consume podcasts, even Apple. Bye.